It's Chris Berman here for the Blitz. Football season is upon us, and I'm not real sure anybody really cared, but you know what I do know? God is a football fan because he rained out all the Cubs games over the weekend so we can watch some football this weekend. It'll be great. That's the Tuffy Roads podcast. <laughs> I don't miss that guy at all. He's all over ESPN again. No, he's not. Rumors really? Corner. He's uh, he's got all these little like uh, editorials he's doing, and every, I turned it on three times this week, and he was there. I think he's doing a game tonight. He's actually doing I the game. I think he's going to be part oh, of it. Whether, it's because it's the double two. Monday yeah. night game. That's I the think only he may be doing tonight, but if he's not, he's definitely got a boomer's corner. You know some things I've been thinking about. You're never going to make any sense. So yeah, he's back, and his uh, and all the uh, all the uh, reports I read that their research came back that people miss Chris. They miss him. Yeah. Oh. And that's why their pregame shows numbers have just collapsed. Seriously, who's hosting it now? I mean, uh, I didn't watch well, it. Well, it was Wingo. I'm part and, of the uh, problem, I guess. Charles Woodson, who, when Charles Woodson talks, people are confused. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically all you get. Well, you're right, but, I mean, the ball is oblong. <laughs> <laughs> Ditka's not around anymore. Nope, you don't have any is of the it fun. Is Trent Dilfer? Uh, it's Hasselback, Dilfer. Randy Moss, I think. No, he's not there anymore. Which uh, Hasselback? There's two of them, isn't there? Tim and well, Tim does the uh, fantasy stuff, so it's probably the, the good ones. Yeah, it's the Woods, Matt. and then there's another. Hmm. It's not good. All right, yeah, well, Steve Young, maybe I don't know. Yeah, he's good. I like Steve. Yeah, Young. Steve Young does a decent job, but not he's a smart much. guy. Yeah. Uh, all right, this is the Tuffy Roads podcast, and uh, the start of the NFL season's kind of put a. Yeah, uh, hamper on baseball a little bit. It distracted you? Yeah, it had. You know, yesterday I didn't really pay much attention to baseball because i was watching worried about the bears and then that whole debacle but anyway uh yeah so there we got john holmberg over there we got uh, jeremy the intern i am eric and let's get into this cub stuff because we only got 20 games left yeah that's it we're almost there uh but the cubs have really crapped the bed lately they're two and four since our last show yes only six games because uh of all the rain outs and postponements and bull crap that went on they lost series against the brewers which really hurt then they lost to the nats um but you know it's hard to blame them because of what was going on. Oh, their schedule was brutal. Yeah, very brutal. Not a good week. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't. You know, Joe Mann was really pissed off about everything, and he kind of talked about how they waited around Friday to start the game, and they were ready to go, and they actually ended up postponing it when it was clear outside. Yeah, it was they nice. could have played the game. I mean, it was yeah. like eleven o'clock at night, but the Cubs wanted to get it done, and they decided to. Screw the Cubs over there. Well, the game before, they had arrived at 4 in the morning. They should have lost the first game they ended up winning because their schedule was so bad. And then you're like, all right. And the next start was the Max Scherzer start. And I thought to myself, you know what? We're not going to harm Garcia and all that. Throw that that game away. Lose this one and beat them and the rest of them. And that's what they were on their way to doing. And then the the pen shit the bed on the second. It's just, it was a it was a that Saturday was the worst schedule of baseball I've ever seen. That thing turned yeah, into there was a more rain. Nightmare. It was it was a pain in the butt. Yeah, that was an awful fifteen and a half hour day for those guys at the park. And they yeah, it was it was rough. But you you got to come away winning one of those things. Yeah. that's the problem. Um, I especially don't when you hand away the max game, you kind of looked at it like the Scherzer game's our rest game. Uh, we've had a tough schedule. We're going we're gonna to just throw pen. We got tons of arms right now because of the September call ups. 
And you're going to lose. And they played well enough, but they, you know, whatever. We should have known starting a former Cardinal is never going to work right. out well. And that's fine. And I was fine with that one. Like, look, this one's, don't go out of your way to blow these guys up. But You've it was got another one third of an inning. I know. One he, third. Oh, he wasn't the, uh, yeah, he wasn't definitely going to help out. Three earned runs, three walks. <laughs> come on. That was rough. But you anybody know else they throw in there, where's Alec Mills? Yeah. I was fine with losing the max game. Walk out of there three and one with the max game. Uh, but then the next game they had one and they gave that away. They, they just looked flat, and I can't blame them. I mean, this was a tough week as far as flying, scheduling, rain, sitting around, hotels. You're on the road. You got you know there was, this was awkward. It was a terrible time for it to happen too. But uh, quality teams pushed through, and that's two and four during last week is not good. This week they gotta they gotta reverse that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, the Cubs are right now 83 and 59. Brewers are two games back. Cardinals are four and a half games back. Um, so the pressure's on right now. We got a big series coming up with the Brewers. John Lester starts today, so we're is Wade Miley, Miley, Wade Lester. Miley, yeah, who's pitched really well for really the Brewers. Well. Yeah. So I mean, this is a huge series, and this pretty much could determine a lot. You got to at least, I you got to win two or three. I, oh, I you got to beat them. You, know. yeah, you can't walk out of here a game up. You, oh, you, you that's can't scary. walk out of here a game up. If you go, if you lose two out of three, and the Brewers have all the momentum in the world going into the end of the season, I don't want that. Then anything can happen from yep. that point on. Absolutely. Um, Cub, Cubs had a pretty. I mean, even though they lost the game, it was pretty cool. The Caratini Grand Slam. Yeah. What did you think of the whole bat flip thing? Any? Do you see that, Jeremy? Yeah, I saw it. What? Who? Who cares? Yeah. I'm fine with it. But he's, it was his second homer of the year. Yeah, but it was a Grand Slam. And I know. I know. That was the only little, hit of the game. It was a big point. moment. Yeah. And, and it uh, takes a little bit of the sting out of it when they ended up losing, you know. Yeah. Um, but Nats announcer eh, F.P. Santangelo was great. He was talking about it. He goes, you know, the bat flip to the old guys, they get upset about stuff like that. He goes, I thought, you know, had he planned it, it would have been bad, but it was a spontaneous moment. It was pretty fast. Yeah. And like it wasn't like a Jose Bautista. No, no. Yeah, it wasn't like this big flare thing. Yeah. He just kind of popped it up in the air. It was a grand slam. He got a hold of one. He knew it. But uh, he said, you know, uh, Santangelo was great because he said, look, guys from the past always say, these kids in the future don't respect the game. He said, this is their game now. Yeah. Bat flips are part of it. The spontaneous reaction is part of it. We can't sit and dictate how, you know, we want them to play the game. We did the same thing to the guys before us by changing little things and flare moves and things. He said, so long as it's not premeditated or planned, you're not going to catch one in the side the next time you're up. And I think Caratini just like, holy shit, I just, that's a grand slam. You're going to pop that bat up in the air. That's a big hit. And it's, it's the hitter's version of pumping your fist you know, jumping off the mound when you get a big strikeout sure. with the bases loaded. And, yeah. no, and that's been going on for a really long time, and no one's ever been like, well, look at this asshole. He's yeah, but you can always up. put a ball in the guy's side. Just if, if you, you want, if, if you, you really feel like, like he's showing you up, you can put it in his side. It all just, depends on how you take it. If, if, yeah. if it's, are you showing them up, or are you just happy with yourself for what you yeah. just did? And Caratini has two home runs this year. That was huge. He's not expecting a home run off his own bat. No. So yeah, was, I'd be pretty excited, too, if I only too. had two. It was a huge home run. That was a huge home run. It didn't hold up, but it was a huge home run. Uh, here's some uh, funny stats for you. Gordon Wittenmeyer of the Chicago Sun-Times uh, tweeted this out. Uh, the game that was postponed at 336, uh, here's the stat of the day. Elapsed time of combined rain delays this weekend, 10 hours, 56 minutes. Elapsed time of three combined games, 10 hours, zero minutes. So Yikes. the actual delays were longer than some of the games. Oh, Jesus. my goodness. So that's a lot of sitting around. So I, I can understand they're not going to be on top of their game there. And, and then having Jaime Garcia versus Max Scherzer, you're never going to win that battle. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Jaime Garcia now. Uh, hopefully never start him the rest of right. the year. Yeah, and, Bye. 
stick him in the bullpen maybe. Maybe you give him a shot in the bullpen, but he may not play very much, I would imagine, after that. I mean, he's had an awful year anyway. I think it was just kind of one of those things where they picked him up just to see because he did have some good years with the Cardinals yeah, and back also in the day. it's just a little more depth with what's going on. And you go, you go and grab a guy off the scrap heap to say, we're going to put your arm out there. I don't care what you do. I don't think that you – know, they didn't expect him to be that bad. But I don't – you know, just give me an arm. Give me some time. Try to spell our pen and you'll come and go. Who cares? I, I, that game was a throwaway to me. Yeah, and uh, you know, the Nationals are done. It, it is kind of funny that Bryce Harper is the one that hits a big homer against the Cubs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it seems to me like the rumors have died down a little bit of the whole Bryce Harper going to the Cubs thing. Yeah. you think it's still a I possibility? Think, I think they'll pick back. Whether it's it's going to happen or not, or if if it's real coming from, from inside the Cubs organization, those will pick back up once He's the in season's the mix, over. But, I mean, you're looking at teams that are going to – throw the farm at him. I don't know if the Cubs are willing to do that, especially and, after the season he had. Well, a lot They're of it will have to make a lot of moves to, to make room mm-hmm. for him. Well, it would depend on Cole Hamels, too. Yeah. Because yep. if you pick up the Cole Hamels option of $20 million, I don't I don't know. Do, if you, do you think that they kind of have to at this point with the way he's pitched? There's still the time to see. Yeah, well, yeah, not it's pitched? not over yet. If he goes, yeah, if he goes yeah. in the playoffs and craps the bed. Yeah. Yeah, but let's just say he's consistent the rest of the way through. With the you way don't want to do it again. Rota- Think it, you're paying you Darvish a fortune. And you forgot about him. So you don't want to go out and give Cole Hamels a huge deal if he does. Like well, it's only saying. a one-year well, situation. I'm just saying, though, but if he shits the bed in the playoffs, you're not going to go out of your way to give no. him a huge deal. He would have to season. keep pitching like he's yeah. pitching, which is possible. Yeah. And if he does, I mean, we might go far in the playoffs. So yeah. you hope for that. We hope for that. I like Cole Hamels. Yeah. Th- that is the... I would I would rather have that happen and then we keep Cole Hamels next year and then not get Bryce Harper. Yeah, I don't I don't think the Bryce Harper thing's necessary. I I think definitely pitching's the, the lineup's fine. Yeah, the lineup yeah, can hit, man. Pitching pitching's not uh, up to snuff and it's getting older by the day. So you got to you got to really kind of sort out what you're going to do with pitching. If you're going to spend a ton of money next year, I don't know who's going to be available that's worth it, but shore up that staff. That's more important than Bryce Harper showing up just because it sells jerseys and gets people pumped up about a team that can't pitch. So what? Yeah. Bryce Harper's in there. Shift kills him too. Because you'd yeah. have to, you'd have to move Schwarber. You'd have to move Hap. Fine. I mean, which I'm fine with moving those, but I'm saying they need to be making some moves. But you're still throwing you uh, Darvish eight times a year for seventy five billion dollars, and then you know you got Lester maybe one more year. Cole yeah, another on a year older. Year yeah, you got all these guys one year older, uh, one year contracts, and then then what? So you got to start shoring that up. I yeah. I, I just I, don't think the starting pitching free agent. Pool is very but deep. it all depends upon how this thing ends. I mean, right now, the, the win the division, go out there, go deep in the playoffs, maybe win it all, get there. Uh, it all changes the it changes the dynamic of what goes on next. But I mean, Cole Hamels has been a, a revelation. This has been fantastic. I don't think Garcia was a bad idea. Uh, turned out he had a rotten inning. I don't know. So, in retrospect, yeah. I mean, it's really easy yeah, to go. It's easy to do in retrospect, but I mean, you're looking at a, an arm filler. You're looking at a guy just go out there and fill up some time, sure. and he couldn't do it. I which mean, is Alec, the Alec Mills could have got rocked too. I mean, right, it's right. Like, yeah. It's just they threw a guy out there to say, "Look, this is the Max Scherzer start. Uh, we're going to go after the other games. We're not going to waste an arm on this right now. So give me a bullpen start and as much as you can get." He was worse than they expected. I mean, Alec, you're right. Alec Mills could have been even worse than that. Who knows? It doesn't matter. The game went the way. I think that they were just kind of almost waving a white flag quietly anyway, and then we're going to get the next two. And the, the way it kind of worked out, because John Lester only threw like an inning in, in one right. of those rainouts, so he he's going to be starting today right. against the Brewers. Better. Although they've been trying to avoid Lester pitching against the Brewers very much just because they're su- such a heavy right-handed lineup and they, 
They have so much speed. Yeah. And we know how well, speed can affect Lester. Hey, he's picking them off last time. I yeah. Mean, he had a couple of moves last time, so maybe he stepped it up a little bit. I, I Look, Lester going into today's game is important because it's it's uh, it actually worked out nice. We won the Strasburg game, which people were like, oh, okay. And then you lose the next two, which you shouldn't have. But you got a break because Lester didn't get to go. So uh, it, it resets the lineup. A little bit better in our favor, only two up on the Brewers. You got to win this game, though. It goes for nothing if Lester goes out there and has one of his bad games, and now the Brewers are a game back, and you're throwing, you know, all the, you know, then you got Quintana, yeah, you got Quintana, and you're hoping we got a lot of lefties, hey, man. I tell you that he's been fantastic. Uh, last couple starts, I think Quintana's he has. earned his. He's earned his keep. The whole the whole staff. Again, we talked about it last week. That staff, the starters, have been doing their job, um, with the exception of the Garcia game, but he wasn't part of the argument. Um, I have no complaints from that. It's just got to be sure. the bullpen has been a, a, a mess in the last couple. It's like really just get everything together at once, and this team's invincible. They've they've pieced me. What feels like a 500 season is still the best team in the National League. So they've they've put it together despite never being on the same page all the time. So and I'm, having Brandon Morrow still out, God, that's a key killer. Well, yeah, last I saw that it, it's not looking like he's well, even don't come have down. a closer mentality coming out of that. Chavez can't do it. Strope is sketchy when it's. I in don't closer. know about Chavez. I actually heard Jesse Rogers talking about that. Chavez might be the a guy you want to give the shot to. Glasses. He's yeah. pitched really well lately. He's done joining well, the man, Cubs. I watch him. He's older. He's been around. Certain spots he gets squared up, and I don't know. Is he a closer though? Because Strope is good in the eighth inning. And you put him in closer situations, and all of a sudden it's like, Jesus, we're on a roller coaster. So, I mean, that closer mentality changes everything. Brandon Morrow has it. He goes out, he yeah. closes the door. I think it's more important than, than yeah. people realize, and it, then it should be. I mean, it, it's it's easy to say, well, what's the difference? Yeah. And there really shouldn't be going from the eight to the nine, but there right. just there is, but that's and some guys clo- have it. Closer by uh, committee has never really been a thing. That, no. that you, but you, Joe you, Madden you, went to the World Series with the Rays without a closer. Yeah, true. So. And it can lost. Yeah, it's that, they didn't win yeah shit. but no, you're right. It can happen. And I mean, he had he had a couple guys that could have been closers on other teams. I think he had guys who had the mentality of a closer. He had Rodney when he was pitching fairly well, and I mean, you had guys you could go with. But Joe played by the books and went righty lefty with his closers. And uh, I think he had guys who were closer mentality. I'm not sure outside of maybe Chavez, but I doubt it. Strope's a little bit, but he's has a lot of saves in his career. However, yeah. his I don't it's a want, little different with I him don't right want him now. Closing. He's older. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I want a guy who goes out and shuts the door. That you're just like, good. If he blows it, you know he's got. Morrow's got that. I don't see anybody else in that. That's going to be a consistent mental lock right now. It's supposed I, to be Edwards, but it's. I don't think he's got. He doesn't have the the mentality for it. The clo- like you were saying that closure mentality. It's, it's a tough. He's deal. always been groomed for it, but yeah. it's just not. It doesn't seem to be it's happening for closers that throw sliders are always in trouble. Yeah. Because you just get, you're just sitting there waiting on fastballs. You're waiting for this guy has three outs to get. He's got to give you strikes. So if you sit and wait and his slider's not there, I mean, the Carlos Marmol thing, the guy threw frisbees. But when it came down to it, if his slider was off, he was done. Sitting, he didn't have a fastball that nope. could beat people. Nope, that and, was the problem. And I think uh, Edwards has that same thing. His junk's great when it's on; it's untouchable. But when it's off, you stand there in the oh. ninth inning and wait. He and has a better fastball than Marmol ever yeah, did. But still, it's hittable. And he he, yeah. rel- he relies on junk to get you to guess, and that's a great seventh eighth inning guy. Is it is the bullpen struggles just because of the fact that they just got rode so hard early on in the season with getting? I mean, the starters weren't going deep, and I think they're just due to have their time. Everybody on the bats have yeah, it. You're never yeah. It. It's 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 an up and down thing all season. They long. haven't really had a bad stretch as a pen all year, so get it out of the way now. Yeah. But uh, we need you boy, back you, for the well, no, we need to get the playoffs first. I mean, this is not a situation where you're starting to you're starting to dance around the idea of screwing around with 
the Brewers and Cardinals to where, you know, you've you got to win these games. The, the pen has to shore it up. It's fine. You had a little stretch. Let's get it together right The now. last thing the Cubs need is being in that wild card scenario. You oh, don't want that. that. No. One game. No. For Not playoff all. life. Against an ace and then you burn yours. Oof. Come on. You're going to throw Cole Hamels out there for a one-gamer? You'd have to. Yeah. The way he's pitching now, you'd have to. Yeah. While I love it, it's exciting. I don't well, like no, the Cubs. I don't want to be in it. I want to watch no. it. I want to no. watch it from a distance. Let Arizona and Colorado goof around or, you know, Milwaukee and St. Louis play with that. Not us. All right, let's uh, goof around and have some fun since you brought it up. Uh, I got some trivia for you guys. You haven't competed in a while. I don't know if we've had the both of you on well, the podcast. somebody's right. had a mild concussion that they made up this weekend. Yeah, what is so, that about? Oh, did not have a mild concussion. So he went to that training thing. He went to the yes. tactical black training thing. and that he got fun. A, he yeah. had a concussion from it? Yeah. No, he hit his face on the soft, soft mats, and then he quit for a little while because it, it hurt. Who threw him down on the mat? Nobody Toledo. fell. Toledo did? Toledo was kicking my ass. It was a drill. Nobody threw you. We were all going through the same thing. You clumsily smashed your face into the mouth. <laughs> okay, so that's fine. I mean, I'll take responsibility yeah. for it. But... It's a physical drill, I'll give you that, but come on. Toledo's got some weight on you. He does. Yeah. That's why I wanted you to show up. I wanted somebody my own fucking size. <laughs> Everybody's like, John's like, you're with Toledo. I was like, God damn it. Oh, that's uh, why you were asking me, where's Eric? Where, where's, yeah. where, why didn't you go? What Get happened? Get him out there. <laughs> Smash faces. Uh, all right. I wish there was video of that. Was there any video of that? There, uh, uh, Larry some. was, but he had to delete yeah, it. Yeah, we're not allowed to, to videotape because it was for the police and there were some undercover guys there oh, and things yeah. like that. that so that's just, not good. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to throw that on the no, website. No, you don't want those guys up on the website. <laughs> hey, hey that's what are they, Holmes? That's the guy. <laughs> yeah. He's in our club. All right, let's do some trivia here. Um, I don't know what we can do with the Fox uh, These are the members of the 2018 Cubs. Now, I'll give you a description, and you tell me which cub it is. So, we're staying recent here, Jeremy. You have a shot, maybe. Sweet. This was the first player to hit an extra inning home run in his Major League Baseball debut since Miguel Cabrera in 2003. Jeremy's in. Javier Baez. That is correct. Good job. Well played, Jeremy. One to nothing, Jeremy. To be honest with you, I was texting. Very important text. I didn't hear the question. All right, I'll give that to you. I'll let you have that one. I wouldn't have known it anyway, I'll be honest. Colorado. All right, you got it. One to nothing. All right, uh, this guy scored the go-ahead run in t- in the 10th inning in Game 7 of the World Series in 2016. Jeremy. Oh, go. Anthony Rizzo. Incorrect. Ooh, Wrong. The oh, go, Jeremy. The go- you can't know. You're done. Doubles. It goes to John now. Uh, in the 10th inning, he scored the go-ahead run. Scored the go-ahead run. Jeez, I Game blanking. 7 of the only Cubs World I Series, know. John. I'm just thinking. Well, of not the, the only one, but I mean the only one recent we would ever know. The only one televised. Jeez, um, <laughs> I'm blanking completely. Are I'm you just kidding? thinking of the inning. Who is it? Jeremy. Go. Albert Almora. That's Jr. right. Almora. That's right. It was you don't get it, That's right. What the fuck? I just. That's <laughs> really not very good. It. The mild concussion. See. All right, this guy homered in his first career major league plate appearance in June 19, 2016. Wilson Contreras. Man. Nicely he's done. He's modern. It. Modern day killer. Maybe you're better with a concussion. Yeah. You should smash your face into the ground a lot. <laughs> two nothing, Jeremy. Three well, nothing. Three nothing. Well, he doesn't get that two, one. Two and a quarter. I'll give it to him. I'm impressed he knows all this. Uh, this guy was the 48th round pick by the Rangers in 2011. Jeremy. Kyle Hendricks. That's incorrect. Hmm. I'll say Jeremy's landlord. No. What incorrect, the, uh, John. Incorrect. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Man, what's wrong with I you? Don't, I'm not participating. I don't know the 40th pick of the Rangers. Who cares? <laughs> Carl Edwards Jr. Oh, good oh, for him. Close. Same right. deal. 
Yeah, that's kind of stuff I'm kind of glad I don't know. Homered off Carlos Zambrano in his first career Major League Baseball plate appearance. John. Jason Hayward. That's right. There you go. Come back. Two to one, Jeremy. He had two home runs in that game, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He was a killer. They they couldn't sell his jersey yet because it wasn't legal. It wasn't part of the uh, Major League Baseball Players Association until after he played a game. Oh. And so they couldn't sell. They lined up and sold jerseys and Hall of Fame patches and everything else. They put that guy in the first day. (laughs) All right. This guy uh, allowed Mike Piazza's final career MLB home run in 2007. Ooh. Uh, This Chicago Cub player. Jeremy. Yes. Cole Hamels. Incorrect. I'll say... Uh, I didn't know anybody anybody else was fucking playing back then that's on this team. Uh, hmm. John Lester? Yeah, yeah very I good, John. Say, yeah, because it was an A or something, wasn't he? Mike right. Piazza? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, two to two. This is it right here. This is for all the marbles. This guy was the 2017 Minor League Player of the Year for the Cubs. Oh, uh, John. Uh, I'll say that was... Uh, Hit 342, 10 homers in 83 games at AAA, Iowa. Uh, I'll go with Ian. Has a great bat flip. Oh, ah, was that Caratini? Yeah, I win again! I'm the champion of all time. Wow. Jeremy just cannot win this game. You tried real hard, Jeremy, but the comeback was in me. After I started (laughs) listening to the questions, I really nailed them. Could let you have a lead. Uh, yeah, I gave you're, you two. You're like secretariat. You yeah, know? let me have yeah. a little lead yeah. and yeah. just blow by him. And that makes you war. What was that uh, horse's name? The uh, the big one that he. It, it doesn't matter. The, <laughs> you're that shitty horse. You're the shitty one. The I beat. nag. I beat. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. That, that was, was fun. Great. That was huge. What, what other ones comeback. do I have here? Comeback. Joey Votto is 0 for 10 with four walks and two Ks against this guy. Kyle Hendricks. No, it's a reliever. Ooh. Pedro uh, Strope. Oh, Strope's got Votto's number, huh? Who'd have thought? N- nobody. <laughs> yeah. Nobody really has his number. No. Although he's having a bad year this year. Yeah, he's but still. Not quite as good. Where he is, not what he is. Uh, let's go to the news and notes real quick. Bud Norris has been removed from the closer role for the Cardinals. Mike Shit, as we like to call him, said oh, the, uh, the shit. bullpen is being reshuffled. He said Carlos Martinez is going to be the guy. 112 mile an hour fastball. Yeah, on that he got kid. the save yesterday, so that makes sense. Man, they, they they just one after another keeps popping up and plugging in. That's they're loaded over there. Um, after five years in the majors, the Cubs Terrence Gore finally got his first hit. He was hitless in 15 at bats. Basically, a speed guy. Man, that guy's fast. Well, he did that uh, double. He stole second and third. It's like, and, and I I agreed with Santangelo again watching that Nats game. Uh, that was a troubling game. Like That was one of those things where the Cubs' bats had gone dormant. He gets on first, steals second, steals third, and Santangelo says, that's a guy who makes a playoff roster just because of that. Oh, I and think boy, so. boy, is that a fact. And, and, yeah, and watching that, I'm like, yeah, somebody's going to be sitting down that might surprise you just so this guy can be on the, on the bench waiting to run. And we've had these kind of pickups in the past, yeah. but like Austin Jackson, but yeah. never a guy – that was with that kind of speed, blindingly fast. quick. Yeah. If he could hit or ever put it together with a bat, which doesn't look good after five years, but man, is he fast! Yeah, I'm. I'm That's Billy Hamilton to... fast. What I was looking at was amazing. He stole third and was chest over the bag by the time the ball got there. I'm like, "That's what kind of jump do you have to get off second to get there?" It was unreal, and got in too. And yeah, could pay dividends in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, let's do a quick uh, MVP check here. Since uh, a lot of people are talking about it, Javi Baez isn't really getting a lot of uh, push. notoriety or push, and it, it's a little disappointing. Um, I did see Harold Reynolds on MOB Network give him some love, so 
I don't know, maybe because, you know, he's a second baseman. and Maybe that has something to do with it. Some of the other guys, well, let's check Javi's stats first. He's hitting 294, 325 on base, which is actually low. Well, it's great for him. Yeah. Uh, 30 homers, 100 RBIs, 21 stolen bases. So a great year out of Javi Baez. Defense, and Harold Reynolds' point was, I mean, you could put this guy anywhere. Plays all over the field, third base, second base, shortstop. You know, these other guys really don't do that. So the other guys in contention, you got Nolan Arenado, 297, 32 homers, 95 RBIs. A great third baseman. Great. Just a vacuum. Bregman actually is kind of entering the conversation a little bit. He's hitting 299, 401 on base, 30 homers, 97 ribbies, 10 stolen bases. So that's a, that's a solid year out of Bregman. Great year. Uh, Freddie Freeman, 306, 388 on base, 21 homers, 84 RBIs, 9 stolen bases. I don't know. A lot of people make the case for Freddie Freeman. I don't see it. I don't He's just th- been so good all year. He has. That's, he's, that's, there's been zero slumping. This is He's been giving you this the whole year. He's a solid player. He just, to me, I mean, if you only got 21 homers right now and you're up against guys in their 30s, yeah. they got. Well, it's know. the RBIs for me because if he's not a power guy and that's a, you know, the park and he's playing in the 84, kind of a little low for, uh, you know, MVP stats. I, I mean, Javi's line is, is it, as the season progresses, better and better and better. He's got to keep it going yeah, if he yeah, wants to be mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got Arnado's right there. Yeah, I mean, you got you got to finish strong. As far as defense goes, you give it to Nolan all day long just because he's just so steady. So if I had to give the tip on those two, it's that. But if Javi keeps it up, he's right there. A couple other guys getting consideration all of a sudden. Paul Goldschmidt has worked his way. Can you believe that after the, the start he got off to? He is now entering the conversation for MVP. 298, 403 on base. 33 homers, 82 RBIs. And we should know this by now. Yeah. Like when these guys get off to these slow starts, you should just know that. Well, they're going to look at Rizzo. Rizzo. He's hitting I mean, perfect example. Now. Yeah, he's, he's hitting the ball really well. It's on Gold, fire. Goldschmidt had two months of just God knows what was wrong with him. And, and everybody that, around here was going, well, what the hell's yeah. wrong with Goldschmidt? But what do we do he, now? I mean, imagine had he had a couple of good weeks in those two months, how big this season would be. This is a comeback to 298 and 33 home runs. I mean, he's. His RBIs are a little low too, and that's not necessarily all on him. But you know, there's uh, 403 is just massive. Yeah, that's, that's very high on base. Yeah, yeah. So he, who knows? You know, 20 games left, he could uh, he could take this thing. And then Trevor Story's in there, 293, 348 on base. He strikes out a ton. Yeah. Uh, 31 homers, 96 ribbies, 25 stolen bases. He's actually stolen more bases than Javi. Yeah. So as much I, as as much as the writers always say it doesn't matter, I think if Javi wins the division and the Cubs have the record. He's obviously the, the clip. If the Rockies come back and win the West, Arenado's Well, coming. they're in the lead right now. Yeah, they get a little bit. If Goldschmidt and the Diamondbacks come back and win it because of something he you does. You think that stuff matters now? I think it totally like matters. Like after the whole Andre yeah. Dawson thing, it seems to yeah. have shifted. Yeah, like. yeah. It, it's, and it plays a part. I mean, there's a certain aspect of like without him, this team would not have. So, I mean, if you have a Baez moment where he wins a game or he does something and his batting average hangs around 295, and Goldschmidt does some magic or whatever, and they win their divisions. I think that definitely plays a part. If Arnado, if he, if the Rockies fall out, especially if they lose the series to the Diamondbacks that's coming up in a week, and Goldschmidt outshines him, then you've got one of those things where the, the winner of the division it definitely plays a part. Winner of the division should, and it should matter a little bit. Unless it's, you got a guy on a team that's just so out of it, but he's hitting 310 and 40 home. I mean, there's yeah. obvious guys who have just had amazing seasons surrounded by crap. It's pretty crazy how tight it is. You, know, you look at those stats. I mean, they're all very close. Yeah, so. you wouldn't argue with anybody. No, anybody I, winning that, you'd say, you know what, deserved it. Absolutely. So it's it's going to be a fun MVP race here going down to the end of the year. And uh, It seems uh, like Bregman came out of nowhere, but he didn't. 
It's been pretty good all year. He uh, he started slow as well, not yeah. as slow as Goldschmidt, but yeah. uh, he's really come on here lately. So that's that's part of the reason he's in the conversation at this point. Um, but uh, that's over. <laughs> See, I screwed up. I put him in there, and he's at and on Houston. He's in the AL. I was just gonna say. I thought he was. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I was thinking about it as I said it. I'm like, wait a minute. They're not in the National League. Yeah, anymore. my bad. Yeah, that's all right. I was so I was just looking up numbers. Well, it's because the Astros used to be. I still yeah. struggle with that. I still look at it. I'm like, oh, the Astros. I'm like, wait a minute, that's an American League team. Man. So there you go, Javi. You don't have to worry about Bregman. Yeah, Bregman's out. All right, screw that guy anyway. Astros. We but hate he's had Astros. a great year. He's he had has. an amazing season. Uh, I don't. I, I doubt he's going to beat out like a Mookie Betts or anybody yeah, like the that. Over Red here. Sox will get the first three MVP. <laughs> J.D. Martinez. Jesus. Those guys are just ridiculous. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get into fuck the Cardinals there you and go. the Brewers. Fuck. 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 The Cardinals! And the Brewers. All right, let's get into this. Uh, For six innings, the Cardinals-Tigers matchup on Sunday was a pitcher's duel. And then an old friend of the Cardinals stopped by to help them pull out the victory, 5-2. to Don't know if you saw this, but a squirrel came running around on the field and apparently casting a hex on the opposing team during a close game. Stupid The rally squirrel has returned. They planted this. That's what I'm they saying. They completely yeah. stuffed that squirrel Kinda, in a box and keep him out there. fucking kidding me? No way is this going to happen Here's again. what I'll tell you this. I got a squirrel that lives in my pool house. Yeah, he's got my, my equipment and stuff, and he digs a fucking hole all the time. And all I have to do is put a cage and some, some shit inside that thing, and that fucking guy goes in there every time. I can trap a squirrel by 2 o'clock every single day of the week and then do whatever I want with him as if it's a surprise. The Cardinals are keeping the squirrel in a cage underneath there. Of course. Just for the fans. This is not something that squirrels just don't wander around ballparks. This is stupid. It's an absolute setup. It's like the Cubs if they had some magic goat wander out onto the f- Fuck you, Cardinals. Your cheap antics and your stupid rube hillbilly fans buying into this. <laughs> Everybody get their Rally Squirrel yeah. t-shirt. Yep. I bet they're going to sell some shirts. shirts. Oh, yeah. All of it goes wear. to charity, of course. Bullshit. <laughs> you're making money, and you're lying to the people, but you've got rubes running in and out of Missouri and southern Illinois that can't get enough. Of hey, Rally Squirrel back, man. Isn't you something magic? You're all idiots. You're all hillbillies. You all sleep with your sisters. I hate you all. <laughs> Fucking believe the Rally Squirrel all you want. It's the fakest thing I've ever seen. Fuck and it's And it's squirrel. designed by the TV networks, Fox Sports, ESPN. Everybody's in on it. Everybody's in on it because it's a sale and football's back and you need some sort of a magic moment. And the Cardinals are four and a half back and they want people talking about it. It's the salsa. They sold all those shirts. Oh, yeah, the salsa. And they screw you. They just got to worry about one of those hillbilly fans getting a little overzealous and wanting to make some squirrel stew and fucking shooting that thing. (laughs) They're vermin. They're vermin. And so's that squirrel. Well, (laughs) we don't, yeah, we don't need a rally squirrel. We just need to get some hits and then some timely pitching. Just win and then roast the squirrel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, let's do that. Last roast game of the, the season. Rally squirrel. Cardinals don't make the playoffs. Yep. We're roasting squirrels. Roast that stupid squirrel that turned out to be bad luck, you piles of rube shit. <laughs> I hate when people buy gimmicks. Are they good eating? I don't know. I've never. never what are you asking me for, Jeremy? You're the one who needs <laughs> <Yeah>. money. <laughs> Looks like old Jer's going to have some more roadkill for dinner. <laughs> I figured your dad, he's a big hunter, maybe. Yeah, he hunts animals. It's rats. He's got, otherwise he's he got a- hunt squirrels? Yeah, this is, this is a, you know, the people who hunt squirrels are called uh, Terminex, Truly Nolan. They're, they're pest control. Squirrels are fucking vermin. 
Yeah, it's kind of lame too yeah. to hunt a squirrel. If you're it? hunting squirrels, you're in a park with children and a BB gun, and you're crazy. Neanderthals probably eating squirrels. Yeah, right? if you live on a farm and you got to get rid of a few because they're digging into your wires and your trash, because that's what rats do. I give you that, but you're eating squirrels because you're a hillbilly. <laughs> All right, the Cubs' uh, upcoming schedule, full week ahead. Uh, three versus the Brewers, like we talked about. Then we got to go to Washington because. Because of that makeup game. Schedule gets worse. And they're already talking about the hurricane possibly hitting at that time, which might benefit the Cubs because Max Scherzer is supposed to pitch that game again. Give a couple days off. Again, get us out of this bouncing around the country trying to pull this off. This is crazy. Home, a day away, and then come back. This is a homestand, for God's sake. Wednesday night is a night game. Then they got to go to Washington, come back for a day game on Friday. Yeah, I mean, this is is a homestand. You're supposed to sit around and wait a day. They're not getting those days off. And then uh, three versus the Reds. So you got six home games and then one at Washington. We'll see if it happens or not. Can you imagine, though, they have to fly to Washington, D.C.? Sit around there. Sit around. Then yeah. it gets yeah. rained out. Then you got to fly back home. Well, what's worse, too, is that if that does happen, they got to make that game up again anyway. More than likely. Yeah, at the end of the year, I guess. They have no more, I don't think they have any more off day. They might have one yeah. next week. So you yeah, add a day to the season and then start your playoffs and if the Cubs are in some sort of a weird wild card situation that becomes another wild card game so you just win the goddamn division beat the Brewers three times and breathe sounds good to me yeah. I, li- I like I like it I'm all in on that yeah uh, hopefully any- that hurricane just gets there early and takes out the airport in Washington so they can't fly in and just lovely thought Jeremy lovely thought <laughs> Yeah, I hope many, many die in Washington so the Cubs can get some rest. Do you think about things before you no, say it? Doesn't. No, it doesn't. Does. No, no, no. <laughs> Just wish all of Washington would drop dead. <laughs> I didn't say anybody died. Yes, you did. You wiped out an entire airport. That's going to kill a lot of people. If no, the airport is functionless... Yeah. Because of then the rest of the city's been decimated. Kind of hurts the country. Moron. <laughs> Helps the Cubs. I don't care. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, that's the silver lining. <laughs> At least the Cubs get some sleep. Dummy. All right. Well, you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, we'll have a new episode every Monday throughout the season, especially here during the playoffs. As long as the Cubs are in the playoffs, we'll be doing our podcast. So tune into the Tuffy Roads podcast. Like us on Facebook. Uh, check us out on all the different sites. And uh, tweet us. You can uh, even though I'm not really looking at Twitter very much lately, but that's okay. Yeah, don't do that. Tweet us if you want. Uh, <laughs> Tweet us. No one's looking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we are brought to you by the Brass Tap at Mesa Riverview and beautiful downtown Gilbert. Go check them out. They're good people at the Brass Tap. That's it for the Tuffy Roads podcast. Go Cubbies. Beat those brewers. We'll talk to you next Monday. Fuck you, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a drive. Way back. Oh, my goodness. Rhodes and you has hit three home runs. And there's the curtain call.